All right, moving on in Hilchos Shabbos tonight, we are going to discuss continuation of Simon Shinchov Aleph. We will hopefully discuss in the next two shiurim the Malacha of Lush. Okay, the Malacha of Lush, which is defined in English as kneading. Lush is one of the most difficult, complicated Malachos in Hilchos Shabbos, especially amongst the ones that are really learned about, without all the ones that are sewing that are not less halacha lemais, the ones that are really learned in the Shulah Shulchan Aruch, Lush is known to be one of the most complicated and problematic. Therefore, Bezrat Hashem, I'm going to try and give it over in a clear fashion, without without leaving the details, with with leaving out the details that are much more complicated, that are less halacha lemaisa, in order for us to get down to the nitty gritty of the halacha and understand it on, on a deeper level. Okay? The gather of the malacha of lush, lush is defined as combining tiny particles into a solid or semi-solid mass with the use of a liquid. Okay? It's taking some type of solid, something of solid, and bringing it into a mass by the use of a liquid, pouring a liquid into this thing, bringing it together into one solid mass. That is what lush is, similar to what we do when we need challah dough. Okay, you have the flour, and you add the water to the flour, and you knead it together, and it turns into a thick dough. That is the malacha of lush. That is what, 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 what the malacha of lush, as the Gemara says in Yechesam and Aleph. Adam and Mesachah Shabbos applies not only by food, which it definitely applies by food, but either, even non-food items. That means even if by using dirt, if you, you added water to dirt and brought it into a, a clump on Shabbos, that could also be the malacha of lush. Furthermore, even if one did not create a mass from nothing, but rather there was already a mass there, a more liquidy mass, and now you turn into a thicker mass on Shabbos by adding more solid to it and bringing it together, that is also part and parcel of the malacha of lash. However, doing the opposite, if you have a thick mass and you add more liquid to it, therefore liquefying it, that is really the opposite of lush, and therefore that is not the malach of lush, and therefore most times doing the opposite is the bare alacha writes in Dira Masa Yachala Arvo. In Sif Tezvav in Simen Shinchaf Aleph, the Berlacha seems to say over there, doing the opposite would not be the Malacha of Lush. Once again, bringing together a solid mass through a solid liquid and a solid together, likely to what we do with powders and flowers and adding liquid to it and bringing it to a solid mass, that is the Malacha of Lush. Thickening or already existing uh, mass, that is also the Malacha of Lush. But the opposite is not really the Malacha is of Lush. So apparent from the Gemara we see this, so there's really two stages in the Malacha of Lush. There is the first stage, and this is very important to get down for the continuation of this year. The first stage of Lush is just the pouring of the water, the pouring of the liquid onto the mass. That is stage one. Stage two is after you mix the liquid, after you pour it, sorry, poured the liquid onto the salad, is actually kneading it together, mixing it together. That is the second stage of lush, and we'll talk about them each one independently. Now, in regards to the first step of the process, which in terms of pouring the liquid onto the salad, there's a fundamental machlokas in the Tanayim, whether this is part and parcel of the malacha of lush, the shita of Rebbe. Found in the Mishnah on Yitzayin Amabez in Meseches Shabbos, the Shita of Rebbe is, yes, just by pouring the water itself over, like even if you'd not go ahead and mix it, you are already over the Malacha del Raisa of Lush by pouring the, pouring the liquid over the salt. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda disagrees. Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda is of the opinion that you are not over the Malacha del Raisa of Lush by pouring the liquid over the salt. The Bar Alacha does say 
that even according to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, he believes that there's still an Isr Durabanan to pour that liquid. We'll talk about it later on. We'll be talking about Allah Chalavaisa. What's the difference? If it's still Asr, what's the difference? It's going to be Daraisa Durabanan. There's going to be a major difference, as we will see later on. Now, this din of pouring a liquid over the salad, this machlokas in Rebbe and Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, it's very important to understand this is only applau- pl- applied by pouring a fluid liquid over the substance. The hainu pouring water or other milk or other things like this, that will bring the substance together. However, if you pour a much more thicker liquid, hainu mayonnaise or ketchup or things like this, that does not start the lush process. Just like that, it just sits on top of the salad, and therefore you have not done anything, even according to the Shita Rebbe. If you would pour mayonnaise or ketchup or anything thick that does not go into the salad and start the lush process, that is for sure not lush according to all Shitas, even according to Rebbe over here. There's a major machlokas in the Rishonim on how to paskin Allah Lamaisa based on this machlokas in the tonight. Once again, Rebbe holds. Pouring the water is already the Isra. Rabbi Yossi and Rehuda holds, there is no Isra the Isra by pouring the water. This machlokas between Rabbi and Rabbi Yossi and turns into a major machlokas in the Rishon. The Sefer Truma, the Smag, the Smak, all paskin like the Shita of Rabbi, that is Mechid, holds that it is a Chi of Daraisa if you pour the liquid over the salad, even without mixing it afterwards. However, many other Rishonim, some of the more famous Rishonim, the Rif, the Rambam and the Rush all pass in the Grabiosi and Rehuda that there is no Isidaraisa pouring liquid over the salad. The only Isidaraisa is when you actually need them together, when you bring them together, that is going to be the Isidaraisa. The Beis Yosef writes, as we should expect to the way the Allah of uh, the Maisa goes with the Beis Yosef, anyone knows a little bit about how the Beis Yosef Paskins knows that his big three, when it comes to passing Allah, is the Rif, Rambam, and the Rush. So if over here, the, all three, the big, big guns, the Rif, Ram, and the Rush, all side with the Makel Shita of Rabbi Yosef, Rehuda, that is how we should expect the base Yosef to pass in Allah Chalamaisa. And that is how he does pass in Allah Chalamaisa. In Simon Shin Chaf Alef Sif Tadzayin, and Simon Shin Chaf Dalef Sif Gimel, he brings down the opinion of the Sefer Truma, but only as a Yesh Omrim, he passed in like the Stam Shita, like the Rif, Ramam, and Rush Lakula, and that is how the Mechaber passed in Allah Lamaisa, and that is how Svardim passed Allah Lamaisa, that pouring the liquid over the salad is not the Malacha of Lush and Shabbos. Perhaps it's also the Rabbonim, but it's definitely not the Isidaraisa. However, the Ramah, Simen Shinchaf Aleph Sif Zayin, is mashma that he is machmer for the Shita, the Sefer Atruma, and this is supported by his own Shita in the Dark Emosha, in the Dark Emosha. On the base Yosef, he writes over there that also the Truma Sedeshin, Paskins like the Machmirim over here, and like many of the Minagav Ashkenaz follows the Truma Sedeshin, so too the Mishnah, the Ramah over here, Paskins Allah Chalamaitza like. So the same thing that's a Machlokas in the Tanaim, in the times of the Tanaim, to Dispute over between Rabbi and Rosh Hashanah turns into a machlokas in the time of the Rishonim between the Rifram and the Rush and the Sefer Truma Smag and Smak, which turns into a machlokas between the Machaber and the Ramah between Chachmei Asher and Chachmei Svarad on how to paskin Allah Lamaisa. The Svarim are makel that pouring the liquid over the salad is not the Chi of Daraisa of Lush. Rather, it is only going to be perhaps this is the Rabbana or maybe even Motor Lechatchila, the Ramah. Paskins Allah Lamaisa that we are Khoshesh, that it is an Isr Daraisa.
Okay, the Mishnah spells this all out, that according to the Ramah, he is passing like the Sefer Chuma. That seems to be how he passed. However, the Chazan Ish does write in Seminun Ches, Sivav the Chazan Ish writes that Bishas Techak, even Ashkenazim could rely on the Mekel Shita. Okay, because in the end of the day, he writes that the majority of the Rishon and Paskin look cool over here, and therefore the Ruchaznish writes that Bishas Techak, even Ashkenazim could go ahead and Paskin like the Mekel Shita, because the Ramah is only bringing it down as a Chumrah, but really in certain cases we would be Mekel. So that is one very important piece of information. We're going to bring every all bring a few pieces of information, and then we will bring it all together, Allah Lomaisa, and talk out Allah Lomaisa of the number of different scenarios that could come up on Shabbos. So the first thing is this machlokas between Rabbi and Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Huda, turns into machlokas between the Mechaber and the Ramah Allah Lomaisa. Now, the Gemara on Kufnan Vav Amun Aleph that t- tells us, just like we learned in Hilchos Tochen, that if you do Tochen, you use some type of Shinui, or a great Shinui by Tochen, it will matter you to do Tochen. You talked about using the back of the knife in order to cut things up in a small amount. That would be mutter to do on Shabbos using the Shinui. So to the Gemara says, using a Shinui will matter certain aspects of Lush Os. Okay? The, more, the Gemara tells us that Shinui helps in both stages of Lush, the Haina both in the first stage of pouring the water, and the second stage of mixing it together. What are these Shinui? What's a Shinui in the two stage stages? So the first stage of the Shinui process is, we said it is pouring the water over the salad. So it says over here, the Shinui would be, is if you normally pour the salad first and pour the liquid over the salad. So if you change the order, and you pour the liquid in first, and then you pour the salad on top of the liquid, that would be considered a Shinui for Malachas Lash. Okay, the same thing would be vice versa. If you normally pour the salad in first, if you pour the liquid, if you pour the liquid in first now, you would pour the salad in first, would be considered a shinui. I did not say that shinui is going to matter all cases. Shinui will work in certain cases, as we will explain in a couple of minutes. The second stage, the second stage of lash, mixing it all together, the Gemara says, Beferish over there, in the same Gemara, Paskin and Shulchanarch, and Shin Chavdalit. Sif Gimel in the Ramah, Shin Chafalaf, Sif Tazayin, rings down a whole list of Shinoi based on the Gemara. Number one, it writes over there, normally people mix with Kalim. People mix with Kalim, therefore the Ramah writes, if one uses his bare hands to go ahead and mix together the, the, the two things, that would be considered a Shinoi. Obviously, says Moreno Rabbeinu Ranevinsov, the normal way of mixing this is with one's hands, so that would not be a shinui. Let's say normally the mother needs the dough, the challah dough with her hands, like many people do. Some use a dough hook in the machine. So, but if they normally mix it together with their hands, so that's not going to be a shinui. If they normally use some other type of thing, and now they're going to go ahead and use their hands, that would be a plausible shinui when it comes to malachas lash. Subjective. Number each person. It seems to be if it's a normal way of doing it, then it's not going to be considered a shinui. It has to be out of the ordinary. Now, number two is the post-game talk out that using it, the Gemara, he says it, doing it shesi ve'erif. Meaning if you do it, instead of mixing like you normally mix in a sort of a circle fashion, you mix with crisscrosses. Instead of mixing in a circle fashion, you crisscross it, you, put the, you make X's into the thing, and that's the way you mix it together. That is also a good shinui. There is a machlokas in the Rishonim on how you have to do the crisscross. The Ramam writes, 
every time you criss and every time you cross, you have to take the spoon out of the thing. Because if you keep it in, then you end up just mixing regularly. So the, the, the Ramam seems to hold. I'm sorry. The Ramam... Cross that off for a second. The Ramam holds that it sounds like you could do it as many times as you want. You can do many, many crisscrosses. Rashi seems to hold you can only crisscross one time. That's the only way of doing it. Lamaisa we paskin like the Rambam, you can crisscross as many times as you want. However, the Chazanish writes within the sheet of the Rambam, even though you could do it many times, between every time of crisscrossing, crossing, you would have to take the spoon out. That Ramosha Feinstein disagrees with, and the Ramosha Feinstein holds that you don't have to take it completely out. As long as you're doing crisscross motions, you'll be allowed to keep the spoon in the, in, the, in the bowl at all times. You would not have to pick it up in between every time you go ahead and criss and cross. So that is two different chinoim. One is bare hands, second is crisscrossing. Third type of chinoim is similar to what we saw in Helchus Tolchein. If you use the back of the spoon, instead of using the front of the spoon, whether you have this mixer, you usually use the mixer, big spoons and big forks, let's say. Over here, if you turn them around and use the back of it, that is also a plausible chinoim. A fourth chinoim that the post you mentioned is, and the Gemara mentions also, is ma'at ma'at. If you do a little bit of a time. So this chinoim, or Shabbos writes already, it's very unclear what is ma'at ma'at mean. Therefore, we generally do not use such a shinui, but we will come back to such a, such a concept later on. All these shinuis can be used in certain cases. However, all these shinuis cannot be used in all cases. We can only use and apply the shinui in certain cases as we will understand in one minute. So now, we have this concept of Shinui, which will matter, perhaps first stage, second stage of Lash in certain cases. But before we apply this, let's understand one last thing, one last bit of information. We have one information about in terms of the first stage of Lash, Machlokas Rabbi and Rosh Yehuda. We've also talked about the concept of Shinui. The last thing before we pull things together, we'll take a break and then we'll pull thing, everything together, Allah Lamaisa. And that is, what type of consistency are we talking about? What level of consistency are we talking about when we're mixing things together? So there's really four different levels. There's really four different levels. The Gemara talks about blilarata and blila av, a thick consistency and a more thin consistency. A thick consistency, let's say like a challah dough, that's very, very thick, right? That's a very thick consistency. A cake dough is much more liquidy. It's a liquidy batter. Thick consistency, liquidity. The, 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 the cake batter still has some body to it. It doesn't pour directly. It has like a slow pour out. That is a thin consistency. The challah though is more of a thick consistency. However, there are really two other types of consistencies. There's a type of consistency that is so thick and so easily put together that if I would go ahead and take a cup of water and pour it over, it will all mix together in one glob without even me having to mix it together at all with my hands. Okay, that type of consistency, even the Svardim, even those who paskin like Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, would agree over here. The some type of consistency that by just by pouring a liquid over, it turns into a mass all by itself without me having to do anything. That is Vade Lash Midaraisa, even with not me doing anything else. That clear? A consistency that just by pouring water, the whole thing does it by itself. Normally, I have to pour water and then go ahead and mix. If I don't even have to mix, that would be lash midda raisa, even according to the shita of Rabbi Yossi, who normally holds, there is no lash in the first stage of lash, as we said before. Over here, you're sort of doing the first stage and the second stage all together. Therefore, it would be lash midda raisa. You're looking puzzled. Yeah. You define it as to be 
So we have this thick, thick dough. We have the thick, we have the thick iskinsi that goes all together. We have the thick consistency, thin consistency, and then you have a fourth stage, which is the most liquid thing possible, and that is basically a drink. You have all these different types of powders, crystal lights, and chocolate milk. Okay, you put it in your Nesquik chocolate milk powder in thing, and you put milk into it, and you mix it together. If you look at the Pashtus of Melech is lush, that seems to do me mamish lash. You are taking a liquid, you're adding some body to it, and you're making it a little thicker on Shabbos. However, writes the Chazanish Meferish, something that is so thin that it's mamish a drink like chocolate milk and things like this, or adding like crystal light in these little powders and things, and it's mamish a drink, that is not lash whatsoever. It has to have some body to it in order for it to be the malacha of lash. If it is so liquidy that it's just considered a liquid, you add just a little powder to it, and if it's still a maximum liquid, that is not lash, and therefore you don't have to worry about the first stage of lash, you don't have to worry about mixing it, you don't have to do a shinoi, everything is going to be mutter by that last stage. Okay, so that is the last piece of information. Okay, that's the last piece of information. As we will take a break, we'll take some questions, and we will come back to a halacha lemaisa.